ladies and gentlemen, we are ladies and gentlemen. It's your boys. It's your boys. Podcasting beast, the reigning defending podcasting champion of the world, freshly squeezed. Doc, the God, always tranquilo, Doc L E Dillo, and I am the Professor John Guy, the King of RNG, the Troll Math Data Analyzing Ninja, the Conqueror of my own fate, the Terminator, Zekina, best podcasting machine, least hype machine, Doc. Whoo! We got out of the darkness. We're back into the light talking sports today. And I just want to start off with this one thing. Apparently, the madness is happening in the NCAA. And no, I don't mean for men's basketball. It's been announced today that the ladies of the collegiate level will be able to call their March tournament. March Madness Doc. I didn't even know that. I just called yeah. March Madness for both. I yeah, I thought it was just March. Madness. But now they can they can use the brand name. It's a brand they had name, a generic, Doc. I mean, I'm, I, yeah, I don't even know what they were calling it. They didn't. They probably just called it the tournament. Mm-mm-mm. That's interesting. Uh, no, I didn't know that, and that goes more to say with what we've been talking about as far as equality, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous NCAA. Get your stuff together. Seriously. But, Doc, there were news around the league and the association. Let's catch people up. Miguel Porter Jr. agrees to, I'm sorry, Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> agrees to a five year, $207 million extension with the Denver Nuggets, $207. Um, he will, of course, Get um, of course he hit the two hundred seven million dollar number. Um, if you make that all NBA, I guess all NBA team at least once. Uh, yeah. I guess something like that. That's what separates the one seventy two from the two hundred seven. Uh, so I guess if he gets the All Star nod, he'll get the two hundred seven. If not, then it'll max out at that one seventy two. Uh, so we'll see what happens here. But it's one of those things. I think he's one of the first to be handed uh, the max um, in that particular class. Uh, obviously, we got Luka Doncic, which we know. Trey Young, we know. we know. The only person we don't know, and I believe he should, is Shy Gilgis Alexander. Um, he will. He does, he, I believe he should. Um, I think Then again, will. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be with the Thunder. And that was my next part. It's like, I don't know if, I don't know. Cause you just never know what the Thunder are really doing. Like what their actual plan is moving forward. Um, and who knows, maybe he'll be in a deal for Ben Simmons. <laughs> Oh, we're not going to jump on that mountain anytime soon there, boy. Yeah, because you already know, um, I don't know, that's not going to end well. That's not going to no. end well at all. No, it's not. Um, no, and now yeah. it's becoming a circus. 
big time. We're on Ben Simmons' watch. Uh, that's pretty much what it is. Because it's, it's like now we're talking about people going to his house, similar to um, DeAndre Jordan. Yes. Oh my God, the famous lock-in. We're not letting you out of here until you resign. The famous sleepover. <laughs> right, but Ben Simmons was like, "I'm not even letting you in the gate." <laughs> but that's awesome. But yeah, that's the basketball news. Um, I did see an interesting post earlier um, stating that only Chris Paul, Chris Paul is the only person not on the same team. I believe it was from the 2013 NBA All Star team. All Star teams, like. All of the other 2013 All-Stars from the, the, those particular teams are on the Lakers or the Nets. That's so sad. mind-boggling and that sad. sad. <laughs> um, but Chris Paul is the only lone person out. Um, it's going to be an interesting so season, to say the least. There's no excuses then. There should be none. But, of course, there will be. And you just have to prepare yourself for them. Prepare yourself. Darkness is coming, everybody. Darkness. Yes. Um, but let's move on to the NFL there, boyo. Um, a lot of news coming out on the gridiron, and I don't mean the gang. Um, big hit, which I watched several times before the show. Big hit on Devontae Adams. You were really, really animated here about how you were so oh well, I think there was a call before this that was called against the Packers and then there was this no call. Is that correct? It was actually the opposite. So okay. first of all, the officiating during that Sunday night game was buttons. It was horrible. It was really, really, mm. really, really bad. And that's me saying that, folks. I don't say that often. NBA, I will say that to the cows come home. NFL, not so much. Okay, you may have one or there were some really, really bad calls. Mm. The targeting of the head hitting a defensive player to Devontae Adams was so blatantly obvious. I don't know, what? I don't know why they didn't was do it a though? second look. Yes. It wasn't it wasn't an intentional hit to the head. Yeah, I mean, I don't but, know. Carry but on. where he got hit at was pretty darn obvious. It was close, but I, I would say no cigar. I'm going to disagree. Well, and, and I, I think mean, it always, it always comes back to, you know, how do they call those kind of things? Because if it's a quarterback, like, immediately don't flex. So I think... It, yeah, oh yeah, big time as a quarterback. And honestly, I think usually there are a lot of overreactions to um, to these type of hits, you know. And I, I mean, I have a still of it, and you can see, uh, of course, this will be the thumbnail for today's show. Of course, right? oh no, I don't know. <laughs> no, nah, it's gonna be the thumbnail for today's oh, show. Uh, that way, the people can debate. But I mean, you can see the defender, you know, Mister uh, Ward. Jimmy Ward, the safety, or cornerback yeah. Jimmy Ward. I thought he was yeah, a safety, but they haven't listed they haven't listed quarterback. I thought he was safety, but neither less, nonetheless, it doesn't matter. Um leading with the shoulder into the chest. I mean, it just so happens that Devontae's 
you know, head is going down, but I mean, he's leading with the shoulder. I will say that. I, and um, I agree with you with that. Yeah, he's leading with the shoulder. So I, I think that's why they don't throw the flag. Now, the referee behind them clearly could have threw the you know, flag just on the fact that, just on the strength of how the play looked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad that that referee held off um, because obviously another referee would have had a better angle. Um, but just looking at it again, yeah, I think it's more dramatic because of the aftermath. And the aftermath for me was uh, they called roughing the passer against the Packers. And you felt that was a makeup call. And no, no, no. A makeup call would have been a call for the Packers. Hmm. Oh, it was against the. It was. It against... was against the Packers. Yeah. Gotcha. So normally I would say, yeah, that's a no. This was not a makeup call. But but you but I think I don't think you were thinking about you weren't really saying helmet to helmet at first. I think a lot of people you were saying defenseless receiver. And that's what I was saying, defenseless receiver. Yeah, because he was on his way down. Uh, he was on his way down. And this is where that whole cloudiness of that rule comes into play. Because he was going for the ball, the ball dropped, and he's on his way down. And as he's on his way down, that's when he got hit. Now, I will say they could have they could have hit him with possibly unnecessary roughness or something. I don't know if that counts. Only reason well, that I would say be, that, that because... would be underneath the umbrella of unnecessary roughness. Only reason I say that is because it was clear that he missed the catch. Um, And I know he couldn't let up, but I mean, that was pretty clear that he he missed the catch. That's the only Mm -hmm. thing I will say about that. But you be the judge, ladies and gentlemen. Hit fair or foul? Should there have been a call to flag? I mean, obviously, referees are under scrutiny every single week. Um, We'll have to wait and see what happens. But in a more, not so positive news, but just in the NFL news, period. Richard Sherman joins the Bucks one-year deal after the Bucks lose multiple corners to injury, uh, some long-term, some short-term, but they bring in the veteran, um, and I'm pretty happy about it, Johnny. Yeah, you called this one, too. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about it. Um, I didn't know when they were going to go ahead and bring in a veteran, but I'm kind of glad that they did. I think that's the only... That's the only group that there is no veteran presence. I think every other vet, every other group, wide receivers, running backs, linemen, like everybody else has a veteran to help with the young guys. You know, obviously like your linebackers, right? You got Levante David working with the young guys. You know, your defensive line, you got Endowment and Sue, you got JPP working with the young guys. You know, so it's like that's where I felt the Bucks shortcoming was defensive backs, they didn't have any Veteran guidance. Yes. But we'll see how that shapes out for the Bucks. Well, I mean, who knows? Maybe the Bucks will give uh, Revis Island a call. No, we already been down that, <laughs> that road. <laughs> yeah, we already been down that road. I, 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 <laughs> um, hopefully this, this doesn't turn into another Revis Island because Revis Island in Tampa um, was no good. It, it was, was actually so overtaken by Kyle. I mean, it could be different with the different scheme, but 
No. No. Doc said no, he doesn't want he said, so, Dallas needs to stay close. Yeah. In other news, Marlon Mack and the Indianapolis Colts are mutually agreeing to seek a trade. I hate these kind of articles. I really do. I hate I hate anything, any trade talk in the news. I hate like keep it a secret. Yes. <laughs> you know, like keep it keep under it, wraps. Like, keep it internal until you actually make the deal. Please, because this lowers the value of the trade. Like, um, I mean, some people are still gonna say, hey, I want Marlon Mack on my team, I'll give you a second, third round pick for him and call it a day. But other people are like, well, if both of you don't want to be with each other, then, then I'll give you a fourth. I mean, I could give you pick. like a six round pick for him or something like I'll give you a turkey and cheese sandwich. Yikes. <laughs> which is exactly what happens to the, to the Lions, right? And Jamie Collins, like they put it out there, like, hey, we're going to explore a trade. Of course, everybody knows that they're is unhappy. And now look, they had to release him. Yikes. Which, which I don't understand. I mean, to me, it's like, you know, you have this person and they're, they're under, you know, contract. I mean, why not just let them play? Like just keep. I mean, they're going to be professional, right? They're going to still play. They're not going to ruin their own um, no, of value. Course of course not. So, to me, it's like just let them, just let them play. Um, but I mean, that's that's my opinion. I mean, I probably wouldn't have let them go, but now some team is about to get richer. Um, yep. I'm trying to see if there's any teams out here that can use you know, a good linebacker presence. I mean, obviously, you always have his return to the New England Patriots. I was going to say that, actually. Um, of course. Um, he al- you also have Brian Flores in Miami. Miami, since, yep. You know, um, you have the, now this team, this, this article Yahoo Sports has the Denver Broncos, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the last two teams here, which could be really big for both teams, one more than the other, but he could always join that young, hungry Rams team, which would this be sick. Or, or another New England night, he can go to the New York football giants and join Mr. Judge. I'll also throw in the uh, Seahawks as another Seahawks. Seahawks. And I mean, of course, you know, of course, we can't go without saying them boys. I actually think they don't need a linebacker. I think they're, they, they that, don't. That's, that's their strongest position. Well, maybe they would since they lost it. They did lose a linebacker to injury. So maybe. No, that was uh, Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, he's technically a linebacker. Technically. Yeah, but they have him play a lineman. Jamie Collins can rush, though. He can. He's not the best rusher, but he can always join the Ravens also. That's the other another team, you know, I would throw in there. Um, but I mean we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. Obviously, we have power rankings to get to, and hopefully one of these top teams might say, Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and bring in Jamie Collins. Actually, before we do actually that, speaking of which, the Packers. The the Packers, yeah, they, they yeah, that would be a good one. And I almost forgot. Uh, two things here really quickly. Sure. Um, flash 
Oh. That's your line. <laughs> Mr. Josh Gordon, reinstated by the NFL, signs with the Chiefs. Um, this is shortly after we heard the news that Andy Reid Folks, had been real quick, hosp- like, Doc should automatically get a tech for the t-shirt that he's wearing <sighs> today, okay? Oh. <laughs> really? No. This one? No, uh, I just throwing it out there. No, it's actually pretty boss. <laughs> I just want the people to know that he's wearing the man, the myth, the legend, El Idolo. Wow, I found this at Old Navy. Just, uh, <laughs> well, we can't do that because we don't. Pay yeah, 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 but yes, yeah, let's get to it. these power rankings. Um, yes, biggest drop that we've seen are the Seattle Seahawks. Actually, it's two of them, the Seattle Seahawks and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. Uh, Seattle dropping out of the top 10, Steelers dropping to number 20. Mm-hmm. Which the Seahawks defense is really, really bad. <laughs> but they're really talking, I mean, they're talking really bad about, number one, Ben Roethlisberger, and then, obviously, like you said, that, that legion of boom is not booming. Oh, it hasn't of, been a legion of boom for several years. Well, now it's just. I think they. I think they lost too many people, and and this well, they could be people. They burnt bridges too, which didn't help. What I was, I mean, what I'm thinking is, it's all really might come down to Russell Wilson, um, who obviously you know he gets paid the big bucks, and I know a lot of people talk negatively about him and his particular, you know, wanting to get paid over being a team player. And we talked about this in the past with people like Dirk Nowitzki. We talk about it with like, you know, Tom Brady. We talk about it with a lot of different players who, you know, took pay cuts to number one, stay with their team and make sure that the team is uh, cap flexible and not in that cap hell. Um, but hi Saints. Right, exactly. Uh, but when you look at, you know, the top teams, you know, outside of maybe Green Bay and uh, Baltimore is pretty strapped too. Um, but outside of those teams, I mean, most most of the teams up there are still pretty flexible. They don't have too many teams with like players like dominating their cap. Yeah. Um, but really, it's just come down to these top 10 teams, their systems are working. Obviously, the Bucks lost to the Rams, but that Rams defense is pretty tough. I was going to say that. And I don't think I mind seeing the Bucks only drop one slot, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't know. I, I was waiting for the Bucks. I was waiting for I didn't even tune into that game because <laughs> uh, I was so over football at that particular time. I just knew but we were going to get clapped Let's go up. through the list real quickly. Doc mentioned it. At number one, we have the Los Angeles Rams. Number two, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sure. Number three, we have the Green Bay Packers going up three slots from last week into great, the top five, into the top three. Great end of game win. Uh, yep. 30 something seconds. Just yeah. the end of game sequence was wild. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. At number four, we have the Buffalo Bills going up one rank last week. Great win against the football team. Yeah. Yeah. A team that was supposed to have a stout defense themselves, and they just got slugged in the mouth. <laughs> really, mm-hmm. really bad. At number let's five, we have number. the Baltimore Ravens going down two slots. So let's talk about that really quickly. That makes sense because, I mean, and we talked about the Detroit Lions being a team that's on the cusp mm-hmm. of, um, you know, making noise. But I think the Ravens dropped two points here because the game was so close. It was ridiculously close. Yeah. Uh, yeah Hollywood so Brown dropped three touchdown potential passes. You just can't mm. do that. Can't you just do it. can't do that. Can't do of it. Of course, I mean, I'm always going to still talk about my boy, Justin Tucker. Right. Like, 66 yards is no, you know. Like, you can't, you can't just glaze over that. No, you can't. You can't. You can't do that. Can't teach that either. You know, but he did also miss a kick, too, which was just out of character. For he's that. a bum. Oh, my God, he's a bum. And that's Doc saying that, folks. Number six, dropping four slots out of the top five, we have the Kansas City Chiefs. They got punched in the mouth. Yeah, it was looking pretty bad for, for the, the... The score doesn't reflect the pace of the game, folks. Yeah, it was Kansas looking pretty State. bad for the AFC, uh, yeah, AFC champs. Um, yeah, it was looking pretty bad. But I feel like they're going to rebound. I don't know I when, but... Will. I think they will. Of course, uh, we're sending our well wishes to Andy Reid, though, because he did fall ill after the game and was rushed to the local hospital. Mm-hmm. But at number seven, staying at number seven, we have the San Francisco 49ers. Which is good. I mean, they lost again. They lost to a really good team. At the end, so, yeah. yeah. Like, they kept it competitive. At number eight, staying at number eight, we have the Cleveland Browns. They beat up on a anemic offense-driven Bears team. That's exactly what the score should have been. I did see a lot of fire Matt Nagy post. I did see a lot, like cut your losses while you can. Get them out of there. Get them out of there. And it's good time because you know you it just started your new rookie. You know, it, it's a it's a good time. At really number nine, time. going up two slots, we have the Las Vegas Raiders. Three and I think they should be higher. I was going to ask that. Should they be higher? Yeah, but I think they should be higher. I don't think they should because they haven't played a quality opponent yet. I mean, they, they did, though, didn't they? Who? The Raiders. Didn't the Raiders beat the Ravens? No. Yes. Yeah, they did. That's what I'm saying. They, I mean, they played. They beat the Steelers. They they beat the Ravens. Yeah, Steelers that's what I'm saying. Like, and then they they beat the Dolphins. The Dolphins were higher at that time, but I mean, they beat the Ravens. I felt like I feel like they should be on top of the Ravens. Yeah, we we're gonna still say that for most of the season, folks. <laughs> that the Ravens are much higher than they should be, but they're finding a way to stay in that top. Uh, five that top ten area. 
And of course, rounding out the top 10, we have the Los Angeles Chargers with a big win with the reigning, defending, undisputed, offensive rookie of the year, Justin Herbert, having a monster game. The Chargers defense having a monster game. I just find it so hard because 11, 12, and 13 are all undefeated. And I know it. it's like, who cares that they're undefeated, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, what are we going based off? Is it is it going based off of who they played? Oh, I'm sorry. What, the comment I made about the Raiders, I actually meant for the Broncos. I'm sorry. Broncos. Oh, yeah, yeah, Broncos. yes. Yeah, because the Broncos are 3-0. and um, They moved but, up a slot. I think everybody yeah. – and then the Cardinals moved down a slot, which is really cool. But I guess again, it's a thirty-one to nineteen win over the Jaguars. So I guess that's why they moved down. But that's not their fault that they played the Jaguars. Nope. Just gotta play with the people in front of you, right? Exactly. Um, but any <laughs> other notable teams here? Um, obviously, you know the the Vikings beat the Seahawks, so they moved up to sixteen, rightfully so. Yep. Um, nothing else major happened. Um, obviously, the Eagles are on a decline. Patriots on a decline. Um, I mean, Texans, Bears, all do, do, Jets, Giants. Nope. Nope. Because NFC East outside of the Cowboys are just not good. I mean, NFC South, the bottom of that is owned by the Falcons, period. Like, obviously, they're probably looking to start tanking soon. <sighs> Tank City. I don't even know who's really coming out, but... I don't know either. Maybe the QB from uh, Alabama is probably the person that they want. Mm, yikes. Um, but I guess we'll have to wait till Maniana to come back here and talk about Jacksonville versus Cincinnati, the preview Thursday night football. Yes, but, Johnny, I know that people came here and listened to our show on their favorite podcast platform, but if they didn't, they can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends.com to review this episode as well as all the previous. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we go over the Thursday night preview between the Jags and the Bengals. But you'll also hear the news, the analysis, and the reads. The man, the myth, the legend, El Ito.